This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. If you've been watching my channel for any length of time, you know I've been battling AT&T wireless uh, internet for a couple of weeks now. We just swapped it out for Comcast, so I am trying a live stream on my Wi-Fi to see how it does. So we, we will see if it holds up for this. So fingers crossed. Second, what we're going to talk about here is something that was sparked by a conversation that I had with Dion from Dion Talk and Matt, the Lumberjack Landlord. The video or the interview just went live on my channel at 6 p.m. tonight, so it's been up for about a half hour. That conversation I had with Dion and Matt about rentals, rent, and the sheer fact that we are seeing bidding wars for rentals now is not a good sign. The fact that the rental market is so hot that we are seeing applicants say, you know, you know, I think Dion and Matt both talked about examples where, hey, we were asking 1100, we picked somebody and then people came in and said, I'll give you 13, 14, $1,500. So really what I want to tell you is we are suffering through the dark side of endless eviction moratoriums. What we are in right now is 100% caused by the eviction moratoriums. And I just want to run through what's happening now because we are going to be we are going to be experiencing this probably for the next year. And here's the deal. The eviction moratorium is akin to rent control. Rent control you can look up San Francisco, New York and understand that when rent control is adopted the tenants that receive rent control benefit the most. What happens over time is tenants don't move, rents, and they, and they just stay. And it's the future tenants, the future tenants that don't have the opportunity because of that rental unit to move in have to pay more. And also there's less available. So what we are seeing right now because of the eviction moratorium is we have lots of units that are not currently available into the market for people that want to pay. And they're having to select from smaller and smaller quantities. That is a reality right now. I don't know what the percentage is. It's five, it's 10, it's 15% of units. But there is a large portion of units that would be available if we did not have the eviction moratorium going on today. Second thing you are experiencing or will experience very, very shortly, many, many legacy mom and pop landlords have had enough. The eviction moratoriums in some areas have been going on 16, 18, perhaps as long as two years. And folks, whether you want to admit it or not, there are plenty of tenants gaming the system. Yes, some people need help and some people deserve help. The help is out there. But when you are a tenant that refuses to fill out paperwork because you are flipping the middle finger to your landlord, that helps no one. That just makes the situation worse. 
And yes, folks, there are tenants that are refusing to fill out paperwork simply because they know if they don't, the landlord doesn't get paid. That's, that's not going to end well in the long term. So what's going to happen to these mom and pop landlords is they are going to sell their properties. When this eviction moratorium is over, you are going to see a lot of people displaced. They are going to clean up their units. And folks, they are not going to sell to investors. They are going to sell to owner-occupants. Why? Owner-occupants pay more. We are going to lose affordable rentals. There will be markets where affordable rentals go down 10 15%. This is going to be a problem. And lots of the politicians are going to start screaming about affordable units. And they cause this problem. So good luck. Second, not only are we going to see units drop, but we are already seeing this in that video with Matt and Dion frightened me. You probably saw me in that interview if you watched it being visibly taken back. And right now, qualifications to rent a unit are going up. If you've been following my channel for any length of time, you know that I tell new landlords to have a box because you can't discriminate. So have a box. Maybe it's a 660, 680 credit score, two and a half, three times uh, income for rent, all of those things. Guess what, folks? If you are in control of a supply that is dwindled, you can raise your qualifications. Maybe you used to slide at 660 or 670 credit score. Why not go 740? Why not go four times rent, not three? Landlords have the right to set the criteria and they are going to raise it. They are going to tighten and they are not going to cut anybody a break going forward. They have learned that that doesn't work. They want the best chance of collecting rent and thus they are going to raise qualifications. And number, number three, rents, rents are going to go up. Rents are already going up. We looked at the data today because we pulled up the CNBC article. Rents in a one-bedroom, one-baths are up 7%. They're up 9% in two bedrooms. Folks, single-family homes are likely up 11 12%. And they're only going to go up from here. It would not shock me that if rents in single-family homes are up 25 to 30%. Supply going down, people wanting them more because houses are more expensive. Guys, guess what? If housing is more expensive, more people don't get yes answers from the bank, they still want to rent a house, more space, place for the kids to play, place for their dogs, cats. Rents are going to go up. Rents are going to go up. So the reality is future tenants are going to pay up and have less choices. But the current tenants, the tenants that are playing games today, I don't know what to tell you, but you're going to have to downgrade. You are likely going to have to move, perhaps even to a new city. You're certainly not going to take, you're not going to have the same quality of rental you have today. If you've been playing your landlord and have a $10,000, $20,000 judgment coming, It might have felt good for a year to give the landlord a middle finger, but you're going to have a uh, hard time renting a nice unit for at least 10 years. Good luck. 
And then lastly, let's not forget that once you ruin your credit with a $10,000, $15,000, $20,000 judgment, that means every debt you take in the future is a lot more expensive. It amazes me still there are people out there playing the system, refusing to fill out paperwork to have some other organization pay their rent. Yes, for a long time, we said, woe's the tenant. But you know what? What about the landlords who have done bent over backwards, and yet they have tenants that go, F you, I'm not filling out the paperwork? Well, the dark side's coming. You're going to have ruined credit. You're going to have to down-select for decades. You're going to have to pay up. You're going to have tighter criteria and less supply, and you did it. All you had to do was apply for help, fill out the paperwork, be a part of getting everybody through. Karma, karma's coming. Karma is coming. So in the end, folks, do me a favor. Watch that interview from Dion and Matt. It just came out at 6 o'clock. Uh, I think it's called Bidding Wars for Rentals or something. It's one of those videos that kind of frightened me a little bit because I can see what's coming. Uh, and I already can see politicians getting all cranky. Uh, so at the end of the day, have a wonderful evening. Remember, we will be back tomorrow at 7.30 a.m. for our daily financial news, which was one we do outside. And you know what? I am happy to say, damn, Comcast Internet is fire. Forget AT&T. Go to Comcast if you're in the Bay Area because AT&T sucks and Comcast, awesome. Take care, everyone. Bye.